What a nerd. 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 Nerd! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. We're the same, I'm like you, you're like me, we're all working in harmony. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. Three, two, one. What's up, Nerdables? Welcome to episode 48 this week we are talking whether the internet has gone too far with releasing not only movie information but comic books and just anything in general it seems like now it's being really released way too soon and way too much so i'm r.a rain joining me once more this week is crazy k and t-rex jones what's up guys your mother (laughs) you don't want my mother so uh that's that's saved on the internet forever. Yes, I know. Happy <laughs> Mother's Day, Mom. Right. Anyways, so anyways, so what do you guys think about this topic? Has the internet gone way too far? I don't know. Have you read the plot line for the new Star Wars film? <laughs> Have you seen all the information about Guardians of the Galaxy? Or yeah. uh, let's see, what else? Uh, the uh, Dawn of Justice I movie? Of, I know of two secret uh, characters that are making appearances yes secret characters (laughs) is that secret with the air quotes with air quotes yeah that are that are from the original original like was 1970 1979 guardians of the galaxy oh you're talking about the original characters yeah the valentino run way way back yeah oh that's not 79 that's the 90s no, no, no. The, no, no. I'm pretty the, sure that was the, the 70s. The Jim Valentino run is, is the 90s. Right. The original... The, fu- the future Guardians of the 23rd... Yeah, the future yeah. Guardians. 31st century, right? That's the 90s. Uh, Trust no. me. No, there was some in the 60s. I know, but that's not... That's not that's what, what he's talking about. about, right. Jim Valentino is the 90s. Trust me. But yeah, yeah there was the, the future man of 30, uh, 3014, which was what, what Star-Lord would, had become or would become later on. Is that character? Right. So, um, but no, yeah, there there has yeah, been so a the lot of stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy was sixty nine, nineteen sixty nine, and that was uh, Jim Valentino is the artist on that, and then it was created by Arnold Drake and Gene. Jim Cole. Valentino was the artist on the nineteen sixty nine Guardians of the Galaxy. He was like five. No, he was on the nineteen ninety. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Let the debate begin. That's. Yeah, well, again, uh, I I had a very rough weekend, so the nineteen sixty nine run was all over the place. By the way, and they, all of it before the Valentino run was all over the place. They had no idea what they wanted to be or what they were going to do, and they were trying to get people to like it. Try so finding it the first mess. the first appearance of uh, they they Rocket got Rocket shelled. Raccoon. They they got they just like they were like we have no idea what to do with this, so we're just going to put it over there. Guardians of the I Galaxy has been canceled more times than probably anything else that's been at Marvel. Except for maybe like Luke Cage or Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Well, Guardian uh, Rocket's first um, appearance was in um, Rocket's first appearance is Marvel Premiere Spotlight number seven, which has Satana on the cover. It, yeah, it's it is Satana. Story. Yeah, yeah. I know it because we have it. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I was just looking at it online, and they were you it was three fifty. I don't own it. No, How, well, it was three fifty online because I was looking to get it. What's the uh, Really good conditions between four and five right now. Yeah. 
in DC um, uh, wait, the too. first the first appearance of him is in which issue? It's in Marvel Premiere number seven. They were doing uh, they, so, their treasury yeah, size, not treasury size. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. their their uh, oversized editions, and that what it was is basically a tryout book. Right, and they were shooting right. characters out in that. Star Lord's in one of them too. It's not his first appearance, but they did one as Star Lord to see. They were trying to see who was going to catch on, and then they would do series and whatever. So in that, that book, was... which is mostly a Satana book, there's a short story that takes place in space, and you meet Rocket Raccoon. Right, and it's it's uh, uh, Claremont, right? Claremont was right. I that believe stuff. so. Yeah. Well, they kind of in the reason they put uh-huh. that run of the Guardians of the Galaxy together because they had those characters and they had no idea what they wanted to do with them, and they figured might as well team them up. And only Rocket became a part of the Guardians until the DNA. <coughs> You mean oh, all the way until Abnett and Lanning in the two thousands. Yeah. So well, it depends on how crazy you want to get, but CGC is depending on the grade is averaging three fifty up to nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah, I, the one I saw on eBay the other day was three fifty. Uh, the one I'm looking at right now is five ninety five. Yeah. So Problem with the internet, those you have no idea what it actually looks like. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Well, after the movie comes out, it's going to be worth fifteen hundred. Yeah. Any actually more than likely in the current, as we're talking about overhyping stuff, everything right? as we're talking about overhyping stuff, the lead up is where you get all of the explosions in terms of pricing, because a lot of speculators are buying it now, thinking it's going to be worth more right. after the movie. As we've seen lately, once a movie comes out. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Once the movie actually hits the screen, you're done, and you're going to go talk about. Let's talk about Avengers five. Let's talk about Iron Man sixteen. Well, even the week. What are we going to do? Yeah, the week before they just check out. So you've seen prices for those type of things that may be, may be. Uh, That's why attached to a, a character in a film will actually drop the, as soon as the movie comes out. That's why most of the shops will put like you know like with Cap they had Winter Soldier and a bunch the, of the, the others. The, right. first pr- the, the first appearance of Winter Soldier went down like an airplane mm-hmm. within two weeks after the movie opened because no one cared about it anymore. Everyone had moved on to trying to figure out where everything was with Guardians. Speaking of which, it seemed like y- the news you told me. And one of the things about this topic is that the, I wanted to do is not only because it's such a a big part of Facebook and everything else right now, every time you open up your page, whether you are liking something or not, it's still going to be there. But the three of us, we've had these conversations off of mic, so I thought it'd be kind of interesting to have those, you know, the conversations on mic with whether or not this is... Like, Chris, you were, you were telling me about the Guardians information, because you know how much I've been wanting to see Guardians, that... And the Philian thing would have been, like, over the top for me. Yeah, and it was... Oh, you already found out about, wait. Well, okay, so here's the, yeah, they put out that Nathan Fillion was going to play Nova, and then the internet exploded for about eight hours, and then James Gunn came out and said none of it was true, and so the internet calmed down, and now they've said he is in the movie, he's just not playing Nova. Yeah. Uh, Actually, the the quote-unquote official whatever you want to read into it is that Nathan Fillion is officially in Guardians of the Galaxy, and you will have to wait to the credits to figure out who he played, hmm. which means something. So yeah. I kind of wish which, they would have left that out, because to me that would have been something great. Really, could have left see. anything out. Yeah. Every all of Guardians has been. I've gotten to the point now. I don't really. I don't care. I'm, I'm not even excited to see this film. Well, anymore. I unlock their. Fa- I, I unlike I'm their Facebook page. Excited to see the film. What's that? 
you you be unexcited all you want. I'll take your seat and somebody else's. Well, as I was saying, it, I was I'm, excited, but now I know most of the plot. They've revealed with a hunt without any sort of surprise or or, or mystery that there is a uh, infinity element, whatever the hell you want to call it, rock that's going to be a central part of the focus. You know almost all of the cameos. So what what's the point? Why why should we even wait to see the film? If it were up because. to Marvel, if it were up to Marvel, they would put the script online with a bunch of pictures and not even release the film. Cuz it's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's what they've gotten to. It's oh, the point please. where Well no, with I I actually I like It's going to be badass Rocket Raccoon. I don't care. Steal the movie. It's I don't be care. Awesome. I don't I don't care anymore. Please. I don't care anymore. I really don't. I'm not even interested in seeing it first weekend because who's going to what are you going to spoil? You're going to spoil me. Oh, the bad guys or the good guys win. Okay, I know that was going to happen. But all of the surprises and all the little pieces that make those movies so much fun, they're gone because people can't stop talking about this fucking film and they've thrown all this junk onto the internet and nobody can. All these kids who want to know so that they can go tell their friends the next day, hey, I found out that Nathan Fillion's in Guardians. I know something that you don't know, nana, nana, nana. They've ruined it for everybody else, and it's just it's ridiculous, and I'm sick of it. And it's just unbelievable how quickly I've changed. This was a movie I was excited about. I couldn't wait to see. I don't really care. I kind of sit in the middle on this one because I do want to know the stuff, but then again, I don't want to know because I want to be surprised in the theater. And I, I can tell you this much: when all of the Star Wars stuff leaked with the you know the pictures of the Millennium Falcon, when TMZ put all that stuff up there, um, I was I was getting all the emails from the R two builders. And they had the thread going. Everybody was talking about it nonstop, nonstop. And I finally weighed in on it, and I was like, "Look, guys, do you really want to know all of this stuff? Let's stop this now. You know, if you if you kill the R two builders from doing it, the the five hundred first and everything like that, you know, all of these fan fan sites, then some of that hype will calm down, and we won't be seeing it every two seconds online. And every one of them sent me back an email saying, "No, I want to know what, everything about that movie." And everything that's in that movie right now. Well, now you're talking about a difference of opinion between two different sets of people. I'm in the category of I don't I want to go into a movie blind so that I get to experience all that stuff for the first time. There are other sets of people that want every single surprise. Like it's it's the same thing way back in the day. The people that read the last page of the book first because they just got to know what happens. Yeah, but what? Where's the mystery then? Where, where you know? I mean, if you know the butler did it, why? What's the point of reading the book? You know, if, if you it was Miss White with the candlestick. If you knew that Darth Maul was going to, you know, get cut in half by Obi Wan Kenobi, what's the point? You know, I mean, that was one of the best scenes in the whole movie. The whole lights, double lightsaber thing that got released with the first, you know, teaser trailer, that should have been left for the movie. Because that was that would have been the most exciting thing. Because that was one of the the items that was created from the expanded universe, and to see him wield that would have been an amazing thing. Chris always brings up the fact of the of the suitcase uh, suit in Iron Man Two. You know, as uh, that was that was something that was you know as you know that would have been a great little fan moment. When as soon as if you were in the know, if you went to see Iron Man Two, then as soon as you see Happy grab the suitcase, you would have known what it was, and you can get kind of excited or giddy about it. But they decided to show everybody on a small screen six months before the movie opened in a commercial 
hey, here's the briefcase, and hey, guess what? It holds an Iron Man suit, and here's Tony putting it on, and here's him flying around in it, and it's just like, well, what's, you know, it, it, I, I think that this rise of, of cynicism and this idea that nothing is good anymore mm-hmm. is directly related to the fact that you know everything going in. So I think a lot of people go in and see movies and think, I've already seen this because I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer and the 65 TV spots, and I followed it online, and I got the web documentary beforehand, and I listened to the soundtrack, and I read the novel, and then I went to see it, and I don't know. There just wasn't anything new on the screen. It's just like, what are you what are you looking for? Look back at like the very first Star Wars picture or, or, or trailer. It's like the X-Men flying and blowing up stuff, and that's right. it. There was nothing else. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of you didn't know the whole plot. Well, even you know, the they told you it was like any of those. You know, they said it's a princess and a farm boy and a wizard and a big furry thing and a smuggler cut together to fight the bad guys. Okay. And then an explosion. And, and that then, was yeah, it. And then something blew up and that If they released a trailer for Star Wars now, you would see the Death Star explode. Mm-hmm. It was just unbelievable. Oh yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, in the yeah. trailer. Huh? In the trailer, the very first trailer would yeah. show you the Death Star exploding. Well, think about this with with um, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. If you didn't know, if you knew, okay, just Batman and Dawn Superman. Dawn of Justice League. Yeah, well, if you if you only knew that Batman, Superman, and maybe Wonder Woman were in it, but then oh, you go there, and all of a sudden you see Aquaman show up and Cyborg and all these others that they're already announcing, that would have been more exciting to me. That would have made the movie better because that movie to me now just seems like okay. We're just setting up Justice League, so here's something you know that's going to bridge the gap, right? You know, showing all the pictures now of, of what's going on with you know with Avengers two. They just released more pictures today, you know, of, of stuff uh, of you know. Uh, I'm not going to say it now because I don't I, I don't want to put those spoilers out there for people. Yeah, don't don't do it. But yeah, for me, Guardians of the Galaxy, going to see that, and then all of a sudden, you know, seeing the Baldoon show up or seeing you know. The thousand-year-old man show up for you know the, of the original stuff would have been amazing. You know, it, it well, would think have... when your your man crush Nathan Fillion shows up on the screen, you would have had a heart attack and died. Now you're just sitting there the whole movie going, "Where is he? When is he going to show up?" Right. Can't wait for him to see him. Well, I was I know wa- he's here. To, no, to give you an example, of that last night I, Beth and I were watching uh, Percy Jackson and the Sea Monsters or whatever one it is. Nathan Fillion, the second, the second Percy Jackson movie, the second one. Nathan Fillion shows up in that movie as Hermes. I and I was like, I got excited. Thanks for ruining that for me, huh? Thanks for ruining that for me. Were you going to watch it? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, that's that's all right. But what I, I won't ruin that, is, but I won't ruin this. this but no, this this this. But that just goes to show. I mean, there's so much information out there. Unless you lock yourself in a cave you're going to get stuff ruined for you because somebody's going to mention it somewhere. But there's a, there's a difference between a film that was released a year and a half ago and a film that we still have two and a half years to wait for. You're right. talking about two years before you see Batman versus Superman, Batman and Superman, Batman loves Superman plus Wonder Woman threesome or whatever the hell they're going to call that movie. And you already they're already showing you so much. And I'll guarantee you, you're going to get... The whole well, plot. The I mean, one of the things that we had as, as fun is how do you do a Batman versus Superman film? And we were talking about the different types of, you know, plot lines we could do that Batman, you know, tries to find these other superheroes because he's trying to build an army to stop mm-hmm. Superman in case Superman goes crazy. Maybe Red Kryptonite's in the film. You know, maybe it's it's mind control. Maybe it's something along those lines. 
it's bad enough. You already know so much of the characters that are in it. You know Lex Luthor's going to be in it. You know Wonder Woman and Cyborg are going to be in it. Apparently, yeah. we have a very dark Aquaman that's going to be in it. <laughs> that was um, Beth's first question. Isn't he supposed to be blonde? No. Well, no. No, don't dye his hair. Right? <laughs> yeah. Could you, could you really see that dude dyed his hair blonde? That would be bizarre. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be very odd. But no. Um, no, he's, uh, it's, it's Namor. They're doing a crossover movie. Yeah. See, I could see him more as Namor than actually as Aquaman. He actually looks like he could be Namor, period. Yeah. yeah. He's even got wings on his feet. You just can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Those little wings on the sides of Jason Momoa's ankles. No, but, I mean, this isn't just something we're seeing with films. That we, you know, we, we see this with television. Arrow just had up um, the plot for season three and, you know, some potential characters that are going to be in it. You know, why do we? Why have we gotten to be, you know, be in a society now where we need to have everything shown to us before we actually get to enjoy it? Hipsters. Well, it's it's a long stretch of what have you done for me lately? Attention span of fleas, social media, and uh, uh, media frenzy, and you add all those things together in the stew. And you get, we've got to tease people constantly and get people constantly talking about our stuff. Otherwise, we won't make $350 million. I think frenzy is a really good word there. Mm-hmm. And frenzy is a, big, is a big part of it. Because it is, you know, it's everything's based off of a studio system only cares about first weekend because that's where you get the most percentages. Right. You know, whatever your film makes in a first weekend, the, the movie theater owes you 99% of your ticket sales. As you go week, pa- week to week to week, those percentages go down. If you get to the point yeah. where you get a film like, you know, last year's the 20th anniversary of Jurassic Park, that was a film that was still playing first run in theaters in August, mm-hmm. two and a half months after it was released. Theaters used to love that stuff because all of that ticket money went to your theater. Well, you also did the reason that your your ticket is forty five dollars, your popcorn is sixty bucks. If you want a specialty item and you have to go sell your car, right? You used to make fun of the price of of movies. 20, 30 years ago, like, oh, my God, popcorn so much. and whatever. $9 for movies. That's the only place they make any money. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a reason why your soda costs you $10. That th- they're making money hand over that's fist with money. that. Yep. But you have to make up for the fact that you're not making money. As a theater owner, you're not making money on films anymore. Right. Because all the studio cares about is that first weekend. As long as we're number one for our first weekend, we don't care about anything else. You'll notice yep. X-Men Days of Future Past. Just slammed you with commercials for two months. Mm-hmm. As soon as that film opened, gone. Right, not a single commercial. The on only, the, air. the only show, I, the only movie I've seen that they has... moved to like Days of Future Past has done a thing where they still have advertisements on their social media. You still see, mm-hmm. you know, stuff on Facebook or like, oh, go see this or whatever, because that's dirt cheap. It's all but free. Right, they're not going to spend the money to buy a TV spot the Monday after the 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 the, the movie opens. There's a few of them that do that, you know, and you'll see. Edge like, of the tomorrow. We're the number one film with kids between like nine and eleven who live in suburbs. We're number one, right? But that's usually only like the week after. If Edge that. of Tomorrow. They've still been hitting a lot of commercials out there trying to get people to go yeah. see that movie. Trying They're trying to break the one hundred million mark. Yeah. Is what it boils down to. It, that's exactly what it is. They are trying to beat that one hundred million. Well, mark. But you've also got, in, in terms of why this is happening, is you have. The larger grouping of films, these mass, huge films, have moved into a market of people, of type of people, who 
are very savvy with this sort of stuff. Sure. There was a group of people that was going out to figure out where Return of the Jedi was being shot mm-hmm. and to find out what the name of it was and all well, that I- other kind of stuff. But back then, there was a small handful of people that was trying to tell a small handful of people. Right. Now you right. have a big handful of people that can throw this information out to the 20 or 30 million people in the United States who are going to go see Avengers. Sure. Who are going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Who are going to see Batman. You know, so that kind of thing. And it, it's a trickle-down thing, too. Like, okay, I can't break anything about Batman. Let's see what's going on with Jurassic Park World. Okay. There we go. All right, we can put out the whole plot of Jurassic World. All right, let's see what's happening with My Little Pony, Broning Romance 2. I can put that out, too. But even like five years ago, you had to go looking for it. Now you can't miss it. I think even five years ago you got it, too. But I want to take a step back and hear more about Brony Romance 2. Brony <laughs> Romance 2, yeah. I just submitted the script. It's been, uh, you know, it's, it's in a turnaround right now. Hopefully, we'll I get it cannot back. wait for that film. But see, there's even information. You can do com- the voiceover for it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he would love to do that. <laughs> but there's even information coming out of different things that different venues you would you used to not be able to get you know access to, like this uh, the licensing venue that happened in um, in Pasadena a few weeks ago. There's been so much that's been released of things that people have seen. You know, different spoilers that have come out that that were just shown there to the niche group that is only... Well, it's also... You used to be... <laughs> look how much trouble they had to get figures out before the very first Star Wars film. Right. Now, yeah. if you don't have figures out two months beforehand, again, the pre-hype. We need Guardians figures now. Right. You need Guardians Legos and Guardians figures and Guardians underwear and Guardians trapes and Guardians utensils and Guardian backpacks and T-shirts. That's all got to be out now because by the time Back to School hits, nobody gives a shit. So it's over. Right. You, if you're going to get that out now, you have to license that stuff late last year, which mm-hmm. means it's at Toy Fair. Means it's at, and so they're going to push all of it out, and it has stuff to do. Remember when uh, when that terrible 1998 Godzilla film came out? The biggest oh, thing was on, to try. Was it was a tour de force. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> you mean they kept it a secret? They, they would tried, only show They you. tried desperately to keep. The creature, right, a secret, and to the point where they were trying to keep the toys from being released until the they street dated the toys to Tuesday after the mm-hmm. film came out. The new one, here's what it looks like. Right. Well, they Here even released the other monster. In yeah. They show you that the the other monsters released because it was in a toy, and the other monster was never really seen in a trailer. You saw like maybe something come down, and it kind of looked like, hey, is that another monster? But you never really knew until you walked into Toys R Us or to Target or one of the others, and there sits the new monster. Um, if you if they released Iron Man toys today, there would be a Nick Fury as the toy. And oh, you yeah. would know he was in the film. Would you remember the was, greatest moment of, Iron, of the original Iron Man film would have been ruined? Star Wars figures, when, you know, even up to Episode Two, they weren't released until the weekend of. You know, they all had a street date, and they would have a midnight launch for those toys. And then Episode Three, all the toys were out. What, a week or two before? Well, episode three, he released the novel and the game, and I think Dark Horse did like the first issue before it yeah. actually. You, if you could play the Lego game fast enough, you could have found the entire mm-hmm. plot of episode three before it, ever, it actually released. Well, with episode one, they had, the, they had the novelization out. What's that? Then congratulations to you for being dedicated to playing that game. I'm just saying. Well, no, even, even just the, the movie adaptation of the game was out before the movie. So you could have played through and, and found out everything. But that brings me to the whole point of this. You know, have 
we become such a society now that we can't wait six months to a year to actually go into the theater and see the movie that we have to know everything now. I mean, to me, you know, and I and I got bad about this. I got bad where I was, you know, finding out information, and I sometimes I would spill it to Chris and Mikey. And you would text it to someone at two yeah. o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, "Oh my god, did you see this?" And then everybody, everybody, look quick. Then it finally got to a movie that I really cared about and really wanted to be surprised with, and now it's like, ugh, well, fuck, come on, guys, this has got to, you know, this is getting ridiculous. And to me, with episode episode seven already so early into its production and everything and being bombarded by so much of this, it scares me what it's going to be like next spring. It won't, because they'll be worried about episode eight. Well, we already got information mm-hmm. about episode eight and nine. Mm-hmm. We already have the director. We have the director yep. and the writer. What do you, real you'll, quick, what do you guys think about no, that? No, oh, I'm so excited about the director. I'm so excited. I don't even remember who it was. That's how much I'm paying uh, attention it's, now. It's, uh, uh, do you want to know? See, I'm yeah. not going to No, d- the director thing is like a, a, an announcement of someone, a creative force, to me is right. not a spoiler. When they tell so, you, when they tell you in the next six months that Han Solo was going to die in episode seven, that's what I'm talking about. Right. I guarantee you so, by the end of this year, you will know Han Solo's fate in episode seven. Or Luke or somebody. It's going to be Han. I, I all but guarantee you they're going to kill Han. It, if, if either of you tell me that, I will kill you in the slowest. But there's there's people. no way you won't find out. It's oh, going to happen. I can, I can hide under a rock. I've got plenty of boulders out back that I can crawl under. When you sent me that text about did you were done with Guardians and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and I said I haven't even looked. I literally avoided getting on Facebook for two days. But that's the thing. You have to shut down your yes. life. I have to use Facebook for work. Right. I can't avoid it. Well, we, I mean, I, we, you know, as, you know, as an entity, you know, trying to get out there to people and trying to put things, I, I've been coming to a conclusion, you know, trying to figure out where the line is to be drawn. You know, what do we put up on the Nerdables Facebook page? What do we put up on the website and everything? You know, because people are wanting to go to these sites to find out all these spoilers. But I don't want to be known as one of those sites that people go to for that. You know, it's like the the last Guardians trailer that came out. I put it up on our website or up on our Facebook page without even watching the trailer because I didn't want to be spoiled anymore. Well, you're now like you're, you're trying to figure out if you're keeping up with the Joneses, which is part of it too. It's like, Oh, bleeding cool. Put it up. So we at Newsarama have to put it up. Right. Which means ain't it cool has to put it up, which well, means this. Cool. Right. That's so what I'm saying. I mean, once, which means comic, yeah. comic book resources. Once, and once one of it puts it up and we talked about, <laughs> comics goes all the way back to well, not all the way back but uh, avx there's a mm-hmm. great um gutters uh satirical page in which professor x walks into the offices of it was like bleeding cooler newsarama or whatever right and you see him like touch his head and then it's just stop ruining fucking comics because mm-hmm. they released the the death of professor xavier a month and a half before that that issue came out right and that was the whole end of the series is you know psych killing professor x spoilers people sorry now, we've talked about previews releasing stuff. Previews is the worst. But see, to me, previews is more of a industry insider. That's what it was supposed to be because right. you you had to – comics were it – was, it, was, it was a twofold thing. Retailers didn't want to be caught unawares when somebody new showed up. Right. Or what the story was. And then re- uh, publishers started using it as, 
we're going to tell you that every single issue is the first appearance of some fart knocker mm-hmm. that sits in the back of the book for half a second, and you're going to order more. Previous was never available to... Joker's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Previous Catwoman was... 23, Joker's daughter shows up at the very last thing and insults... But that's the thing. That was a surprise. That was not treated that way. Right. That was, that was the thing that you used to get. You know the first appearance of Thanos is? When? It's Iron Man 55. Okay. You know what, how long he's in it? Like a panel. Yeah. You okay. know what the big deal of it at the time was? It's the first Drax the Destroyer. He's oh, on the cover. Yeah. Drax the Destroyer is like crashing through some That's wall right. or something like that. It's the aftermarket went for it, but with the pre-market, yeah. So previews was never supposed to be seen by fans, but retailers started hand, mm-hmm. handing it out to fans so that they would order you know your 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 order margin is so small anyway retailers are always looking for an advantage to get their orders quote unquote right 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 so they hand it off to retailers but there's, you're still only talking there's like maybe of, 20 people getting that out of whoever goes into the comic book store it used to be a lot better because you don't have to anymore you don't need previews because it's all on the internet right but the the, the point of it is it used to be a code within the shops that the retailers wouldn't tell you what's happening mm-hmm. I have to, uh, there's this, oh God, I don't remember what convention I was at. This is back when um, Spider-Man had the, like, one more month to live or whatever. When, right. Where Aunt May gets shot and he does whatever. There's a guy standing there telling somebody, this is what's happening in the next six months of Amazing Spider-Man. Like, to, to the letter. To get him to buy the first issue of this storyline. Mm-hmm. Because he had already marked it up. And it's like... If that guy's going to do it, then why isn't everybody going to do it? Right. IDW has, uh, uh, I think it was actually, I think it might have been Mike Costa. I can't remember. But there was someone who said, we, we wanted to be able to write our own um, our own copy mm-hmm. for our, our things. Because it would just be, hey, did you like the issue you read this month? Buy this one. Right. That would have been the whole thing. I mean, there's yeah. a point now, and then they take it completely in the other direction where you have some of the releases from Marvel and DC that the entire thing is just classified. Like, well, how the hell are you supposed to order that? Right. You know, it's gotten to this point where because they're trying to keep some of this from the fans, they have to also keep the retailers in the dark, the Joker's mm-hmm. daughter appearance. They couldn't tell retailers, Hey, Joker's daughter is going to show up at the end of Catwoman 23 because then fans would know. And that book is now ruined. There's no, there's no right. surprise in that book. Anymore. There's no surprise in comics anymore. Well, I, see, I know when I used to work for the video game store, you know, as a manager, we would go to different events and things like that. And, you know, we would see some of the upcoming things, you know, and it wasn't filling out a non-disclosure, but it was to that sense of don't release this information until the game comes out. But you're getting an advanced look at it. So that way, you know, when it does come out, you can be able to talk about it and you know, know what's going on on day one. Yeah. But now that, you know, even E3, you know, has gotten to the point. E3 used to be where it was just the industry that knew about it. You know, that's why retailers were invited to it at the very beginning. And then it got to be opened up to the public more so where, you know, you had G4 in there, you had Spike, you had all these others. But it was still industry only. And then you'd watch like, what are all these 14-year-old kids with backpacks running around playing video games? For? Right. Right. Yeah, I mean the the big media event, you know, conferences never got aired, and then all of a sudden they started getting aired, and all those all that information that was supposed to be held back until game release was already released because they want to get that hype up. I get, I understand they want to get the hype up with these movies. They want people to be excited about these movies 
six to nine to t- you know two years well, like before said, they when, come out. When we did the the episode about toys earlier this year, and I told you they don't care. Right. They don't care. Kevin Feige doesn't care. Kevin right. Feige could care less whether you go to you really want to go see Guardians or not. He's going to force you to go see Guardians. Sure. And he's going to tell you you're going to go see Guardians because. There's a whole bunch of Nathan Fillion fans out there, and if I can get one Nathan Fillion fan who wasn't going to see Guardians mm-hmm. to go, you know what? I'll go see it just to see where he is in it, even if it's you know, blinking, you miss it. That that's one more ticket, right? If I can get that guy, then I can get the guy that you know you've been following. You you went to see Thor two, and you found out it was an Infinity Stone, and you know it's coming, and you're a big Avengers fan. Eh, you didn't care about Guardians. Hey, there's an Infinity Stone in this. It's already in it. You know that orb that he had? You didn't know what it was? Guess what? That's what it is. Here it is. We'll even tell you what it is. Hey, it's going to be the mind gem. It's going to be the power gem. Whatever. That was yeah. To me, that that was really going too far. I mean, it, when you see the trailer of Guardians and you see him pick up the orb, to me, that first that first image of him picking it up and everything looked almost like a nod to Indiana Jones. I thought, okay, this is why he's just you know, it, it's a little something. I didn't realize that the the little orb that he's picking up is the whole plot of the movie. But, but there was there was. A- <laughs> What kind of started me down this path was a friend of mine who's very excited about Guardians. Right. Posted on her page the picture of, of Star-Lord holding that thing and saying, oh, my God, guys, I think this is an Infinity Gem. It was her speculation. Right. And all I put on there was, no, it's just an orb. And it right. drove her nuts. And it became a running joke. And then they revealed, no, that's an Infinity Gem. And I remember putting it on the page, well, I guess the joke isn't funny anymore because we know what it is. Mm-hmm. And some of that surprise is gone. And she just puts it after. She's like, I didn't think of it that way until you said that. Thanks a lot. Because she realized that I – I don't want to say I was right, but I was right. In her, Even in her view where she wanted to know, I want to know. Right. She didn't want to know now. She but, wanted to walk out of the film and text me and go, dude, Chris, I was right. You were wrong. She can't do that anymore because she's like, hey, we found out on a press release. Right. Six months before the movie opened. Uh, yes, indeed. That's that's an infinity gem, and that's going to be the major part of. The, and that of brings the plot. me to, that brings me right to my next question. I was going to ask you guys: the tabletop conversations about these movies and the speculations, you know, that come up that we've all done. We, I mean, we've had these speculations, you know, these conversations with the three of us, and you know, and more of our groups about things that are we see that oh, what is that going to be in the movie? Oh, you know what? That could possibly be this, or that could be this, you know. But we never really know until the movie comes out. Now it's, you know, like you're just saying, that mystery is gone. Those conversations no, had, can't be. You we can't had a have a 45 minute conversation about what we think the plot of Batman versus Superman might be. Right. And now, within within six months, we'll know exactly what the plot is. But even even within even and within that, that time, now knowing that Wonder Woman, uh, you know, Aquaman, Cyborg, and all these others in there, they've kind of taken that conversation that we had and said. Guess what? You're probably, you know, that's probably what it is, but you know, here that all these characters are. You don't get to have that speculation of one who's going to be in there. Two, you know, like I, I know that when Guardians first came out and started talking about it, everybody was like, "Ooh, is Nova going to be in it?" You know, I hope Nova's going to be in it. Uh, you know what? Are they going to have the Nova Corps? Are they going to have this, that, and the other? So much of that is already, you know, ruined and we're not even to Comic-Con yet where more than likely there's going to be well, even more said. Well, you find out at Comic Con that um, what's his place is actually playing Dewey Cox, and the whole middle of it is a <laughs> walk the hard line or whatever. That's awesome. It would have been so much better if I could remember that actor's name all of a sudden. I totally lost John C. Riley. There we go. I had it, and I lost. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell comes in, and they do uh, Step Brothers. See what they're doing in that ship. You don't want none of that, Dewey. <laughs> yeah, but. 
I mean, well, the, yeah, it used to be you would you would kind of want. Let, well, we can go back to Days of Future Past. Did you see Days of Future Past, Travis? Yeah. Okay. So again, with spoilers for anyone who doesn't. What was the big thing that I had with it before going into the film? All I wanted to do was see Scott. I wanted yes. to see Scott and Gene. I'm like, I want to erase X3, and I want Scott and Gene. So that whole film, for all the little pieces that were in it, and all the fun stuff that you saw in the film, and everything was great, mm-hmm. they managed to keep that a secret. I unless, don't know how. Unless you went to IMDb. Oh, that's true. Because yes. James Marsters James Marsters was like the sixth person listed on IMDb mm-hmm. that he was in it, uh, and Famke Jensen was in it too. Now, luckily, I don't go to IMDb and just look through cast lists of upcoming movies, but... That was kept a secret enough that when I saw that that moment, mm-hmm. I just totally geeked out. I screamed in the theater like a little girl. Like, oh, well, here's the thing. So- and that's that's the story. They're here. They're here. He's still alive. Brett Ratner was just suck it. Suck it, Brett. It, that sort of thing is all but gone. Right. The Lego movie. I just watched it for the first time when it came out on, on Blu-ray. Oh, God. I wanted to spoil that for you so bad. And, <laughs> and when, when. Did you see the Lego movie? Squinty McSquinterson? You haven't. Okay. All about the awesome song. Okay, then I won't spoil it. But there's a moment in this movie, and literally right before it happens, Beth asked me who one of the characters, or one of the actors who was doing the voice, and I looked on it, and I happened, you know, I was on IMDb, and I happened to scroll my thumb over just enough where one of the characters was revealed. And right before it happened, I screamed, No! And then all of a sudden it comes on the screen. And I was like, "Well, you asked me specifically about yes. about that scene before." He's like, "Is it's such and such, such in it?" And I'm like, "I'm not going to tell you." Right. And then when but even ha- then, you noticed you asked for it. Right. That's what I'm talking about. You, people are asking for it without even realizing. Okay, it. but is it different with, if if you can ask for it or if it's blatantly thrown in your face? It, it's media in general. Media in general is. If one person asks for it, right. that means everybody wants it, and we're going to give it to you. Right. Why did we get it? It's the 20th anniversary of the OJ trial. Within two months after, everyone said, I'm sick of OJ. And the media's like, no, you're not. Somebody right. asked about OJ. Here you go. Here you go. The Kardashians. The Kardashians are just completely trashed. Every place. Social media. Mass media. Whatever. And still, the media puts them on uh, magazine covers, and they put them in advertisements, and they put them on TV, and they put them all over the place because like. We know what you want more than you know what you want. Right. Because there's one person that asked about it. So that's exactly what you want. And I'm just going to give it to you. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to direct my question or my answer to you, Rich. I'm going to direct my answer to everybody. Because if Rich wants to know what the surprise is in the middle of the Lego movie before he sees the Lego movie, everybody wants to see the surprise in the middle. So here I'm going to tell you. And here it is. It's right there. The whole ending of the film. Right. The whole end of that film is something just, it takes a quick turn, but if you don't know it's coming, it's amazing. And again, surprisingly that a lot of people weren't able to, uh, th- that it wasn't as, as as spoiled, but it could have been, I think the Lego movie came out of left field for that kind of audience. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. thought, oh, this is just a kid's movie or whatever. So there weren't a lot of websites that are sitting there going, we have to find out which of the Lego properties are going to show up. But you would have thought don't. with something like this, that would have been, you know, that would have came out. It and I was well, surprised. Or even like Scott and Gene. Those type things you would have thought would have came out. The Lego movie is uh, – it, it, what ended up happening in a very specific case between me and you is the way it used to be. Right. I remember 
many, many, many moons ago. My brother saw Return of the Jedi four times before I got to mm-hmm. see it because my parents wouldn't take me on opening weekend. Right. And he would come home after seeing it like the third time. What do you want to know? And I, as a little kid, you know, that can't wait to open his presents on Christmas and wants to know beforehand, I'm the one asking him about all these things. You know, what happens with the speeder bike? What happens here? Mm-hmm. He told me everything except the very end of the film. And I still enjoyed it, but I was also seven. You know, it, it's different. Like now, if if I'm sitting there telling you, tell me what happened. Does Han Solo die in episode seven? Does he die? Does he die? Yes, he dies. Uh, oh, oh, crap. You know, mm-hmm. I found out <laughs> through the soundtrack, I found out that Qui-Gon died in the first one. Because oh. I was an idiot and read the, the I read the titles. Of, yeah. Mm. And now, that's, I mean, that, that's different when you have a company <laughs> that puts it out there like that rather than, you know. But, but in but a way, it's almost the same of, thing. We've been talking about this Guardians with Marvel. Marvel's releasing. These are press releases that are giving away major plot points of your film. Right. Or even their, their, their own Wikipedia page where they put up about the Infinity Stones, not gems. You know, it, what, what they are or which ones are coming. You know, to me that that's a that that's just an abuse of you know of being uh, that's just giving away too much of your own product. You know, if here's one thing: if Travis or I or you or you know one of the people we know that would be working on a movie comes in and says, "Hey, guess who I just worked with?" or "Guess what character was just in the movie that I was working on." And you, you know, and you find out. You go, you go. What is it? What is it? And then all of a sudden, on Twitter or Facebook, you're putting up what you know Travis told you. We're we're seeing more and more of this happening too. I mean, some of the Star Wars stuff. But now, who's in the wrong with that? It, would it be Travis for telling, or me, or you for telling? You know what we saw or who we worked with, and then you know, even though Travis or you know one of us signed a, a non disclosure, now everybody else is putting it up on. You that's know. the Millennium Falcon picture. That's exactly that. To me, that's exactly what happened with that. Was that? Does it, oh, there's still a lot of this. There's janitors that pick up, you know, scripts that are tossed right. in the trash and stuff like that. And who they worked with. I had someone come into the store once who was a stunt person who worked on Captain America mm-hmm. too, and knew a lot of the little pieces of it. You know, right. what suit he was wearing and what kind of his role was going to be and how things were going to happen. Because as as a stunt woman who worked on it, she got to see. 99% of the script. Mm-hmm. So she knew exactly what it, what was happening. And she couldn't help herself when she saw a co- she saw the Commander Rogers costume. She's like, oh, yeah, he wears that in the film. <laughs> He's got that in the film. And it's like, oh, man. Nice. Well, yeah. you know, I do know with scripts now, you know, with film and with, with television, you know, when you become a regular, when you are, have a part that you're doing, you know, you're, when you receive your script, your name is all over that script. It's watermarked on every page. So yeah. that way they know. Yeah, but that's if you take a picture of the script. I mean, right. if I read the script, if I read the script for episode seven and the end of it is, you know, Han Solo dies because a door falls on him. <laughs> if I come and tell you and then you tell a site and then that site puts it out, it's right. very hard to trace that. But I mean, the, the, the Band-Aid. Yes. The DC Band-Aid. Yes. You know what a lot of this is? It's DC is coding these special events and putting it under different names to put it in different groups to figure out who inside DC Comics is leaking DC information. Nice. See, and I, I you know, it, it, that's, that's almost that's the same lines of yeah, the J.J. Abrams figure, note mm-hmm. that he put on the, you know. Well, that's, there's, there's a couple of things like that. I mean, that, I think there was even a story of that happening with, like, Return of the Jedi where they had – coded it different not just blue harvest but had coded the title different to see who was going to you know right. leak in variety or whatever that the, well, ne- the title of the next film is star wars super duper hand cut off man 
And we're like, hey, nice. we gave that to Group A, and then they go interrogate Group A, and everybody in there, you know, will try and figure out who's been leaking stuff. DC well, Jedi, is, they, DC is actively trying to find people within their departments who are leaking stuff. Marvel think, went through this, where Marvel was talking about guys in their digital color or whatever or in their scanning department who were sending pages to places. They were sending covers off to to other things. There was I can't remember what the one was that was it was fairly recent. I think it, I want to say it was like AVX or something like that. Where Oh no, it was it was DC again. It was the the death of Robin. Okay. The the um Batman Incorporated 8. Right. Or 12, whatever. That that cover showed up on a retailer's website before it had ever been solicited because someone had stolen the digital image of the cover at DC Comics and released it and gave it to them. So do you think more companies should be more proactive like this? And you they know, have to try to because they want they want to control their own information. I mean that the worst sure. thing that can happen. Again, look at what happened with Star Wars episode 7, look at what happened with Jurassic World. We talked about it on this show mm-hmm. of someone who leaked the script. Right. And the director has to come out and say, "Nope, this is the actual script. I don't want to tell you what it is, but here it is." Right. So we now know the entire plot or the opening plot of Jurassic World, and the reason we know is because someone got false information and put it out there. Well, it's that's the same thing Marvel had to do with Guardians of the Galaxy with the Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. You know, we have noticed though with Episode Seven. That's why. That's why they're going to tell you how Han dies because <laughs> someone's going to say, "Oh, the, 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 in, a, in a bit of irony, Han Solo dies because the." The landing They're, platform, the thing, the ramp on the Millennium Falcon comes down and crushes him. One person's going to hear this show and then, and then turn it around. Exactly. Well, we've talked about that. We could do. Mm-hmm. We, we could do. That. Dude, we could start right now and say that One Direction is in Episode Seven, and I guarantee you, Bleeding Cool will pick it up in less than a week. Oh yeah. If we put it out there as you know, news out of Lucasfilm, the One Direction band is in Episode Seven playing Jedi. Yeah. And then Bleeding Cool put it out like. It's been confirmed by Lucasfilm and God himself that all those little teeny boppers are playing the in sync episode two rumor. Right. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. But yeah, I mean, it's just it. it I, I have like I have noticed that with episode seven, we did see the you know pictures were coming out on TMZ from you know the. The initial TMZ. That's that's the best part. TM fucking uh, no. Z. I, uh, we started with hey, we're chasing down Paris Hilton, and now we're we're the we're the site for news information for Star Wars. Yeah, but have you noticed that since J.J. Abrams put that note out, you haven't seen any more pictures? J.J. Right Abrams is a master at that type of marketing, and to have that ripped from him, mm-hmm. just. Ass. Do you think he went in there and just ripped the cast and crew apart? I can't apart? see him actually ripping anybody apart. He might have hired somebody else to do it. I, I can't see J.J. Abrams just starting right, to yell at people. Right. He has a you know, like, hey, guys, I know I look like your accountant, but I'm just really <laughs> upset with you guys. Gosh darn it, all to heck. But do you think there was a conversation? Oh, somebody had to have a conversation. You, do you, you think anyone got fired, to. maybe? Well, I, I think if anyone got fired, we would have heard about it. Mm, I think Lucasfilm would have had them killed, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, the stupid thing is, on top of everything like, else, though, even after that, in an officially released picture that had been released beforehand, mm-hmm. there's a picture of the premiere of Great Britain at the studio with J.J. Abrams and R2-D2. Yeah, I know. The top left corner is, is the is the is the the balsa wood set built for uh, the cockpit of the of the. It was with the prime minister, and the prime minister put it up as mm-hmm. a picture. The prime minister put it up. Put like, on Twitter, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. I and saw that. There's only so much. That's the sort of thing. Like, there's only so much you can do. You know, Lucasfilm is Lucasfilm really going to call the Prime Minister Minister of Great Britain and say, "Before you put this out there, we need to look at it and see what's on it." 
Right. You, you know, but this is different than a guy walking through the set with his cell phone going, click, click, click. Hey, check it out. It's the mm-hmm. corridor for the Millennium Falcon. Here's the window. Guess what ship's in it? I mean, we could, have all, it. we could have all probably speculated real easily that the Millennium Falcon was going to be in but it. But again, that would have been a topic of debate. Is the right. Millennium Falcon in it? I don't know. Well, I don't think they it should past be. X-Wings. Shouldn't it be in the? Shouldn't it be in there? I, in, but now all that fun's in Millennium Falcon's in it. Great. Yeah. Well, now, now the debate is—is is it still a hunk of junk? That's yes. what—that's the debate—is whether it's a hunk but of junk or whether it's an me, upgraded. The, the, just the idea of whether it's in it or not, right? Is there? I mean, we we've talked about what we would. Uh, we've had the the debate and conversations of what of the expanded universe might make it into the film, mm-hmm. what might not make it into the film, and that sort of thing. When they come out and say, "This person is definitely not in it. This person is definitely is in it," that takes away anything. Going to see it and going, "Who's actually? Is there anybody in it?" Is there any? Could you imagine if they tell you two months from now that Mara Jade's in it instead of going? In the would theater. you love to know? I mean, they're hiring every woman that actually is an actress in Britain, <laughs> right, to play these different That's characters. That's because they're so. Could you imagine getting twenty minutes into that film and you see Luke Skywalker standing next to a very hot redhead, and you go, "Oh my god!" And then he turns around, and says Mara or something. Yeah, and he turns no. around and says, "Hey, sis." What's happening? <laughs> that no, but for yeah, to show up in the film like that would be amazing to see that. Yeah, but you're right. You're gonna get that ruined. will be revealed all way before. All of it's gonna get ruined. Travis is gonna tell us how Han Solo dies. <laughs> Tra- yeah, Travis said he'd kill us if if we tell him. He's gonna be the one. I'm not sure if Travis is listening anymore. Oh, I'm here. Oh, okay. I was just wondering because it looks like you're like checking out stuff on the internet. Travis, are you playing Candy Crush? Dude, I love Candy Crush. <laughs> candy it's Crush so good. sucks. I love it so much because Facebook games are the greatest games on the planet Earth. <laughs> I love it. If there's one thing I can do with the rest of my life, it's play Candy Crush. Do you, do you like the tap games too? You know, like the Avengers Assault or whatever, and uh, Avengers Alliance, uh, the Simpsons, the Simpsons tap game, and Jurassic uh, that, Park. That and Simpsons. What, what is it called? Simpsons tapped out. Tapped out. Yeah. Screw that. Be careful. Those are all the games that Rich plays. I know. Rich actually doesn't watch TV anymore. He just turns it on and looks he down at his iPad. Like, ah, iPad. I got to tap all the houses so I can get the money and get unlocked. We literally spent costume. a Saturday night here trying to watch a film, and he's just looking down at his iPad playing Avengers Alliance. <laughs> I was trying no, to get X-23. Talk, talk about, talk about a, a generation of people that cannot actually focus on anything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We tried for weeks try to watch a movie. We can't even watch a movie here because everyone just off in their own direction. Everybody's on their and then it's not just me. You're playing Bejeweled sometimes too. You guys are watching oh, crap. Oh. So I'm not playing Bejeweled when we watch, <laughs> you know, Kindergarten Cop in two weeks or whatever. <laughs> We've been trying to watch that forever again. Um, do you think there? Yeah. Do you think there's ever going to be a? resolution to this or do you think it's going to just continue to escalate where we're actually seeing movie footage leaked you know a year out i think you're going to get to the point where marvel just puts pictures on their website with a script and that's it now here, here's a quick question we, we, we all know that's never going to happen the, the really do you really think so because i think it's happening i think they're, they're going to get to it avengers 5 is just going to be it's going to be a comic book on the internet and it's just going to be pictures of jeremy renner well, no, and, and I can't Hawkeye's do this. Revenge. Marvel, and this is one reason why I ended up having to unlike the Guardians of the Galaxy page, was because they were doing a 30 days of Guardians of the Galaxy, and they were releasing pictures, you know, different pictures throughout from the movie set. Or not from the set, actually, but just, you know, finished footage. 
finished are, are footage. Are you actually not smart enough to think that that's gonna, not going to happen? No, here, but here's my question. See, that's my problem. In this day and age, are you actually like, you know, oblivious enough that you think they're not going to be promoting the F out of it? Well, there's a difference between promotion and there's a difference between revealing everything. That's what promotion is now. It's yeah, now, that but that's the the debate is the debate is whether it should be or not. That's what well, we're saying. I mean, we're not we're not arguing the reality. The reality of it is yes. The Guardians right. of the Galaxy well, is going to show you ninety percent of the so film before the, the film face. comes out. That's that's what they do now. That's I that's the problem though. We can argue it until we're blue in the face, but it's going to take a major major film studio. Or a major, major news outlet to say, we are not showing this anymore and just stopping altogether, which they're not going to do because it goes right back to that media frenzy thing. It's like, I, it's completely wrong. I think we're all 100% in agreement that it's 100% wrong that they release all this information all the time. And it's a constant 24-hour news cycle of we've got to reveal some kind of information about this thing because we've got to keep those fans just feeding at our teat of information. And nobody is ever going to stop them because that's the, it's, it's now this give it, is to it me something, now, give it to me now, give it to me now. Is it something where, although that seems to be the, the vocal majority is saying we don't want it, do we think that the majority actually does want it? I think the majority actually wants it, and that's the biggest problem. Because that's we we talked about this with with I've talked about this with comics. There was something years ago when Thor: Mighty Avenger was canceled by Marvel, which was a sort of mid range kids book or whatever, but it was a brilliant book. There was a very interesting column that was released afterwards, and I can't remember the author, and it drives me crazy. Okay, and finally says, as much as we keep saying this is this is the this is the book we want, obviously we don't. I've said it the other way around with number ones and events. Everyone tells me, oh, God, another Marvel event. Another Marvel event. I can't believe Marvel's doing another right. event. You know what the number one selling Marvel book is? Whatever the event book is. Oh, sure. What's yeah. the book that people pick up? The number one. As much as you want to tell me that the masses of comic book fans just can't wait until Avengers gets to issue 100, wrong. Because no, they want the, the masses of comic book fans drop off of every book by 15, and that's why there's a new number one all the time. So... Is it something where, I mean, are, are we the dinosaurs? Are we the ones saying, I don't want to know, I don't want to see, but we're just completely out and outnumbered and outclassed by the number of people that are like, I want to know, and I'm still going to go see that film, and then I'm going to bitch about it on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, here's that's, the thing. That's, that's the uh, thing is, is, to me, I think it's people not, they, they, they can't see the forest for the trees. They don't understand why they don't like these films as much as they did six months before it came out. And I really think it's because you've already seen it. You already know what's going to happen. You already know everything, and you've already mm -hmm. seen it. How can you think that that film is cool when you saw the film on your TV screen watching Jimmy Kimmel Live six months before it actually came out? Mm -hmm. So here's the question. Uh, are you going to see Guardians of the Galaxy? I will see Guardians, but again, like I said, it's not... No, I know. I, trust me. It's the same thing as... As I can complain about Transformers, but, but saying, I still no, saw but, Transformers 3. So, I no, I understand that I'm a part of the problem. My point, my point in asking that question is, we are the dinosaurs because we're already hooked on the titles because we've been reading them for 20 years. We're all going to go see the movie, period. There's right. no doubt about that. But the current overwhelming mass of people, the general public, 
their Instagram, their Pinterest, their Facebook, their Twitter, and all those people want some new fresh crap. I need a 10-second video. Give me something new to get excited about. Oh, it's a raccoon shooting a machine gun. Woo! So they're excited about that thing. They're excited about that little snippet, and they constantly need new little snippets because they have no attention span, and they want that they're they are stuck in this world of what have you done for me lately? That was exactly that's what. The general, that's the general public. So yes, we are a hundred percent the dinosaurs that are willing to wait to read the last page of the book. We're willing to get surprised by something because that's more exciting than the constant feed. But these new kids, they want and and who is Marvel trying to get? They're trying to get twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. All those people are the digital Pinterest and Instagram people. And Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter is constant news feed, something new every five seconds. The end. That's all they want. They want something new right now, right now, right now. Give me something new. Ah, I don't care. Five minutes ago was too old. That was exactly what I was going to say, was that we live in a world now where we have nothing well, but impatience. stop people. right there for a second. We sound so old. <laughs> We do. We just kicked well, the kids off the lawn. I mean, we're just, get out of here, you whippersnappers. Get off my lawn. Get her off my, get off my lawn. I don't but, want you here anymore. I want to take my rascal down to But kids Walmart. need to, they, they, and it does sound very old, but the kids need to realize that there are some things that are worth waiting for. Oh, really? <laughs> kids, kids in general or your kids specifically? Kids in general. My mm-hmm. kid, mm-hmm. yes. My, yeah. my, mm-hmm. my kid's getting better huh? about that. Yeah, because what? she has to wait two days for the Amazon order of Littlest Pet Shop because she's just, I can't find it in the store. I have to have it right now. Well, that just becomes from the collector side of yeah, me. I mean, and here's, here's a question. How often do you give in to your daughter's need and want for some kind of thing, whether it be something on the iPad or something on the TV or a movie or a new toy? Do you give in? 110% like, no, of the time. See, the fact that you're bowing your head in shame right now tells me you totally give in to your child. Yes. Matter of fact. Exactly. So you're so you're sitting here complaining. Travis is just dropping like, some psychology on her ass. I right just now. I just showed Beth an episode of the middle from like season two or something when they the parents decide that they are going to take back their house because the uh-huh. kids get everything they want and constantly like they didn't get their order right from McDonald's or somewhere or the five different restaurants they had to go to. So mom and dad, bo- you know, one or both get back in the car to go back out to get the right stuff. And the kids are controlling the TV and everything like that. And it did. It kind of made me go, whoa, this mm-hmm. is what? I mean, this is holy a, shit. I, this, is, this is a small tangent to where we're going with this discussion. But I was just having a conversation with another young father who has a uh, one-year-old and a three-year-old and he was talking about they they have like family members that also have young children and they'll sit there and they'll cook dinner for their kids and here's your dinner it's there's vegetables and and potatoes and and chicken and this and that and the other and the kids like i don't want this so what do they do they go oh my god i better remake everything i just made and have a whole new dinner for my child you know you know what happened when i when i didn't want dinner at the table you didn't eat damn right I, I or can, you I didn't cannot, get up until you ate it. No, no, no. I, I can't tell you how many times I went to bed hungry mm-hmm. because, and, and my my parents never acquiesced, and and it was quick. Yeah. Hell, the store. I threw a tantrum in a store once, and my mother left me in the store. Mm-hmm. Now she didn't really leave me. She was like right. in the next she aisle just, yeah. over, or whatever. 
Let you felt you, like you were left. I never threw a tantrum in a store again. Right. Not once. I mean, I, I complain. You know, I'd be kind of like, oh. But I, I had very set boundaries of how far. My, my parents were always when you can ask once, you can ask twice. Never ask three times. Once you've right. asked twice, you're done. But yeah, the, the but this, to get the, back to the point though, the, but this seems whole, like it is the point. Rich, so rich, but that's the thing is the entire the, as a mass, it's a kid's mentality. Yes, it's it's a kid who can't wait for Christmas mentality. Yes, and then what happens? What the studios and everything are afraid of is, well, if they don't show it, then they're not going to go see that movie because they're going to go to another so movie. As that long as it, it as long as it works, the studio doesn't care. It's as long as they go, as long as they spend that money, they're going to. The, yeah. You have to find somebody, a J.J. Abrams or a Christopher Nolan or someone or Steven Spielberg who's got a ton of clout that's going to come out and say, "We're not going to show you mm-hmm. Episode Eight. We're not going to show you Batman Two. You know, Superman Batman Two. We're, that is the only way in yeah, hell. I mean, look at look at some of the subtle changes that Christopher Nolan sort of brought about with the Batman trilogy because it was so successful right. by not revealing right. everything. And I mean, even to go so far as to he was using practical effects and yada yada and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Right. It's going to take somebody like that, and that film has to be huge. It's going to be it, it's going to take a filmmaker of that clout to it, have a hugely a successful film. Well, it, it's. You got to have a studio that believes enough in a in a filmmaker, a J.J. Abrams, a Christopher Nolan, a Peter Jackson, a Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. uh, well, no, a, 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 a Josh Whedon, whatever. If Josh Whedon were to come out and say, "I'm not going to show you anything for Avengers two, and it made more than Avengers one," I would, I would give him a standing ovation. Is what would right? Happen. But the biggest thing is it's got to work. But is it them or is it the studio? It's both. It's the studio. The, the store. The studio is making them. Yeah, but and, you, you can. T- the studio. We'll go back to Christopher Nolan. We'll go back to to, to Dark Knight. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Dark Knight. The studio told him, "You got to use more computer effects. You can't blow up a hospital. Right. You can't flip a semi in the middle of Chicago." And he and, and he said, "Pound sand. Find somebody else to do this." Dark Knight Rises. Chris, you you, you got to shoot it in three D. No. Right. I didn't shoot the first two in 3D. I'm not shooting this one in 3D. But but hey, my movie. But he did look how much money and, I and made. shot some of the stuff for IMAX and things. That was different. He shot it for IMAX. He the studio didn't tell him to shoot it for IMAX. Okay. That was what he wanted to do because his plan as a marketing tool was to show that early in IMAX theaters for whatever movie was coming out. That was him. That's okay. what he did. It's gonna take some. It's gonna take Josh Whedon telling Marvel. Don't show everybody Avengers three. Right. Well, but we, but we have no, no, no. I this is my movie. This is my trilogy. But do you think it's only this one? Thing. Do you think it can only be done with? I mean, if let's say Avengers, it Avengers only three takes didn't, one. Uh, did, wasn't James Cameron famous for like whenever anybody wanted any information about Avatar, he was like, "Fuck you, you exactly. don't get any of it." And yeah. look how much money that movie made, and it's terrible. He was. It's yeah. It's it's yeah. It's well, look at what JJ. But there Abrams wasn't a lot done. that came out about there Avatar. Was a lot of- at the time that James Cameron was filming Avatar, I was actually on the exact same movie lot working on the first Iron Man, and we had very name drop for ever. But no, 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 no. I know. But it's but this is this goes to exactly what we're talking about. There were insanely strict rules, like absolute fire on sight. If you went anywhere near his studio and you went anywhere near his filming and it wasn't avatar it was just james cameron film and no one had any idea what was going on in that studio and if anybody asked any questions they were promptly shown the door right because it but 
is it also then something of the the amount of time and energy and money and personnel it takes to enforce that kind of security? Are there studios that are now thinking that's not even worth it? No, I think the studios are like, we got we to gotta be that next cutting edge new thing. And they're, they're like, well, that's obviously social media. So we got to feed the, these kids but all I mean, this like, crazy like information. It, it takes you're, – you're, let's, let's go back to episode seven. Okay. Are you going to pay as a studio, as Lucasfilm, Disney, whatever, are you going to pay for enough security personnel that is on set all the time, that is watching everybody to make sure nobody has a cell phone? Well, what are you going to do, confiscate everybody's cell phone when they walk through the door? Yes. Yes. That's Disney I mean it's in your contract. Yeah, you, you want to work as a set builder, you leave your phone off the Give off your the floor. goddamn phone. Oh, you don't like that? We'll go hire one of the 5,000 other set builders in this town. Right. But in if order you want to work, enforce, you gotta... but you can you can sign that all you want. It's enforcement. Enforcement right. takes money. Mm-hmm. Enforcement takes time, it takes energy, it takes money. You have to hire a security t- a team that's going to sit there on the set and when, you know, but John so you John Q have. set builder picks it, but you don't have enough because you, it's still there. If someone would have caught that guy taking those pictures, and you go to him, uh, you can't have the set, you know, and you got to erase yeah, the things before it gets but, out or whatever. But, but there wasn't a guy who like took a photo on set and leaked it to the highest bidder. Yeah, that's see, and that's what I think. I'm not, I'm not that naive. TMZ is not has never you know paid for pictures you know they oh, pay yes, all they I know I'm I'm being very sarcastic I was like what the hell are you talking no, about no no no, no, no. And, but what I'm saying or is paid people that, to go no, in and it goes deeper than that when when I was working on a specific film that I can't talk about there were photos leaked is of it, a is very it My Little Pony time. Brony Romance too uh, it was it was Brony Romance too. And people took ver- there was there was extremely tight security, and anybody caught within a mile with any kind of camera type device was cops called, security called, everybody called. Like they brought in the army on the the people. Then three weeks later, all of a sudden, there's a photo that somebody somehow got when we knew the set was on complete lockdown. And there was no way a photo could have been taken. We know for a fact there was no photo taken. It's kind of blatantly obvious that the company in charge took a photo and then released it under the mat. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were generating buzz. So, there. I mean, there, there really is no solution. Because as, as long as you have these films still making the money... They're going to allow it to continue to happen. Yeah, basically, we spent an hour bitching about something that's not going to change. So, but at least we got Yay! it out of our system. But we really? got it out of our system, and we proved that Travis is the oldest of all of us. <laughs> These <laughs> kids awesome. today, I with their one. Facegram and their <laughs> Pin Etsy trace. And... Look, their MySpace pages are filled with these things. So tired of these BBS forum boards. <laughs> these kids that get together and talk in their tree houses. And on that note, if anyone w- does want to weigh in on this, please email us at podcast at nerdables.com or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nerdables, and tell us what you think. If you think we are so just we, full we should, of BS, then we should just be emailing each other. Yeah. We'll be the only <laughs> 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 no, seriously, if anyone does think that. This you know has an opinion about this, or it does like agree, it agrees with yes. us. Then you, if, 
if you disagree with us, you're wrong, and you're a young ruffian that needs to shut up and learn something. And you're going to send us the script for Guardians. Yeah. That'll be the attachment. Every You know what's going to happen? You guys a... are wrong. Here's the script from Guardians. I downloaded the movie. No, everybody's going to go. This is the part where Nathan Fillion punches out Thanos. It's right here. Everybody's going to go on to Facebook or to Twitter. Of course, Twitter no, if Nathan Fillion punches out Thanos, then I just was in there. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to go on there and send me pictures of Guardians because they know how much I want to see this movie now. So, as always. Yeah, that movie's going to be badass. I can't wait. No, Arabella wants to go see that movie I'm so not, bad. And, with and me. let me put it. I'm not saying that I think the movie's going to be bad. Oh it's, no! You did. You said that. Yes, I th- I thought that I think that movie's gonna be crap. <laughs> it's no. gonna be horrible. I've just said you, said you hate that movie. Yep, I hate that. I no, hate, you have. I hate said. James Gunn. I hate uh, the the kid from the, the that Chris Pratt kid. The hell with that Chris guy. Chris Pratt. Oh, you God, you have said you hope that movie is horrible because you just want to see the look on my face. Oh yeah, I I, I would love for that film to be a, like a completely farcical comedy. <laughs> just just get that text message. It is gonna be a comedy. In but space. no, but I mean like a complete. Just total clusterfuck comedy, you know, like, like a Muppet like movie or whatever. Music like yeah. Like, just to get that text message at 3 o'clock in the morning from Rich going, Oh my god, it was so terrible, I hate it so much. It's like walking out of Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is a terrible film. The only experience I remember from that is that poor kid in the fucking Spider-Man costume, who when he walked in, everyone's like, yeah, Spider-Man. He was getting all the cheers and everything. So he walks out and tells the story. We went to see that movie at midnight. And you, that was the type of, that was one of the films, but the first time I noticed it, where about halfway through that film, you could feel yeah. the essence of the audience turning on that film. Oh, yeah, that was bad. So we get to the end of the film, and we're standing outside the theater, and we're all like in a, in a semicircle. I think it's me, Rich, Mikey, and Beth. And, the, the, and this kid walks out with a Spider-Man costume, and he's holding the, the, the mask in his hand, and he's kind of wringing it. And as soon as he walks out, all he hears from everyone other, boo, boo, you suck, Spider-Man. He's like, it's not my fault. You suck. How dare you make that crappy film? He was this so poor, defeated. Oh, that poor best. Because yeah, he walked out. It looked like he had walked out of surgery. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's sweating. He's wringing his hands. You know, um, if he could have peeled off that costume, he would have. Oh my god, that was amazing! (laughs) And that's that's the story I want. The story I want is Rich unable to wake up on Friday morning after he goes to the midnight show and going, "Guardians was bad. My (laughs) life is over. I bought all these Legos and they suck." Week straight crying, pretty much. <laughs> like, I hate Bradley Cooper. I'm gonna kill him because he was rocket. I wanted rocket so bad. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. That's a topic for another for another one. What, what movie were you so excited about that you got to the end of and went, oh, "Wow, that sucked balls." <laughs> Everybody gets a Green Lantern. Green Lantern, oh I wasn't God. excited about. If if you're if you're talking about level of excitement to disappointment after, it would be Hobbit. The first topic. The, the first topic. Oh, I was so excited yeah, for that film. Yeah. And yeah. It, my, my, fa- my, my Facebook paste that post paste. Wow. Facebook post that I shared with everybody. I just struggled so hard with that. The now, next you, day. And me, you, me, Mikey went and saw that. And yeah, you we kind of came it. out. We and... saw it at midnight and we saw mm-hmm. it in front of a bunch of stone teenagers who wouldn't stop talking until I yelled at them. And the next day, I woke up and I I struggled mightily with the with how I felt about that film because I really yeah you walked I, I out you like, went too yeah I was like I I don't I don't I don't think I liked it and yeah. it's just and that's that's the the hardest reaction I don't I don't think I liked it yeah I don't. You know, Iron Man two could have been a little close too. Where I was really G. I. excited. Joe, the first no, G. I, I knew GI Joe was gonna suck. <laughs> I knew GI Joe was gonna suck. 
I went into G.I. Joe going, oh, this movie's going to oh, be bad. G.I. Joe was going to suck from the second they said, we're doing a G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> it's we're, doing like, a, we're doing a G.I. Joe movie, and then the, the script that made sense got thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to put in these advanced suits. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'm, okay, we're done. We're done. I'm not going back to G.I. Joe. Fuck that. Jesus, Joe. So, as always, remember, Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio. Which Why are we on Stitcher Radio? Because Stitcher is a great way to pretty listen to it on your mobile device. <laughs> but nobody listens to Stitcher Radio. Nobody listens on iTunes. Does anybody actually find us on iTunes? Yeah, but I listen to it on Stitcher sometimes because it's really cool. I, I do enjoy it. Wow, somebody paid him. Uh, <laughs> what what other? I don't know what you're talking about? Stitcher Radio is the greatest thing. Yeah, give me what, more. What, awesome. <laughs> Let me suck your dick even what more. What other? Uh, what other types of uh, streaming things that people don't use are we on? <laughs> I well, think are we are are we officially sponsored by Zune? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Murderables on your Zune. I love the Zune. The Zune's <laughs> awesome. It's the greatest. That's why no one. Could... I like the iPod better. That's why no one is paying attention to us. Is because we're on the Zune. We're on the Zune. <laughs> you can only listen to us on Zune and uh, the new Amazon phone that no one's gonna buy. You mean the iPhone killer? Yeah. The, the fire. <laughs> the Amazon fire. The fuego. Which is hey, it's a hundred and fifty dollar ad for. It's not even that. It's more than that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, see, you all, they also have the Amazon Fire, which is their TV device, and now they also have the phone. Yeah. What I'm saying that they the, love the word fire. What they're going to do, I, I can already feel they're going to uh, remove their app from the i from the uh, from the Apple. Oh yeah. The iPhone. They're like, if you wanted, or you'll have to pay twenty bucks for it or something. Yeah, something. That'd be so stupid to pay for an app that. Oh, mm-hmm. God. That's so dumb. But we are on SoundCloud and Nobody Blip. listens TV. to <laughs> nobody watches Blip TV. I don't even know what Blip TV is. And we're on iTunes. Oh, that's the only thing people use. <laughs> so make sure you check us out there. We're also Facebook.com backslash nerdables. Nobody does everyone's Snapchat Facebook, now. <laughs> Facebook, yeah, what about Twitter? Is Twitter Twitter is kind of leaving. Are we so old that Twitter? I think everyone's are... just everyone just I uses just Snapchat and uh, You and just Instagram. twatted yesterday? Because you, you know because you know Snapchat, it yeah. erases it immediately. Yeah. Then, oh wait. Sure yeah. No, it wait. doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because Snapchat said that. Oh, you know what? We own every right to those that have come up there. Which... That thing we erased, we've got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Beth about it. loves Snapchat, by the way. Yeah, she she, she doesn't do oh, Facebook, doesn't oh, do Twitter, she? but she loves Ch- Snapchat. Oh God, yeah. Because she thought it disappeared. Pinterest and Snapchat are her two uh, social media. I don't even understand Pinterest. I know. I, again, talking about old. I don't even understand this Pinterest thing. I don't Nerdables know. has a Pinterest page, and I'm like, Beth, you've got to take care of this because I have no idea. We don't idea. even do the pages we have. I know. Stop getting us pages. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking stop it. We need more pages, quick. Yeah. So visit us at Twitter at, at Nerdables. Show. I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go get new books. I don't have time for a Facebook page. <laughs> All right, for Chris and Travis, I'm saying stop giving away all the fucking movies. Let us go to the movie theater and enjoy them. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Is that what we should name this one? Get off my lawn? Get off my lawn. There you go. Oh, my God.